to the Stone Genius. Whoa, I went off mic there. <laughs> Welcome to the Stone Genius. I was moving around. <laughs> so this is going to be a tough one today. And I just say tough because I was unsure whether I wanted... No, I wanted to put one out. I need to get in that habit of putting out at least four, if not five of these a week. Just to satisfy the cravings. Oh, I know what you all want out there. And it's more of the stone genius. Or not. You know, either one. So it's Friday, day after St. Patrick's Day, or the day of the St. Patrick's flu. I wonder how many people will call in. Like I said yesterday, I just don't particularly participate in that festivity. And I was kind of let down. I thought that I was going to be able to watch many of the Leprechaun movies with our youngest last night. And somehow that didn't happen. Trying to think of what was watched instead. Doesn't matter. Wasn't Leprechaun. And really that's the only day of the year Leprechaun should be watched. And if you don't know what Leprechaun is, I can't help you. Then you're neither a stoner nor a genius, and you probably should not be listening to this podcast. I don't know how you got here. It's not like you misdialed. Like you tuned in thinking, oh, this is 1021 Jams Rocks. You The podcast, you didn't accidentally turn it, tune in. But if you did, welcome. Thanks. I'm the stone genius. Oh, yeah. I wanted to make sure I said this at the beginning-ish of a show because I'm two minutes in. I'm going to still count that as the beginning. Thank you for everyone that's uh, following, liking, doing whatever, sharing. Please continue to share. This show seems to be growing rapidly. Thank you. I'm happy about that. That's why I enjoy committing time to this, even on mornings like this when I wish I was still in bed. Today's a poopy morning in Kansas City. It was 75 yesterday, and today it'll be 35 and chance of snow. Yay. Hold on. I have something for that. I need to get a boo. Boo. Or an audience that could boo. And my chair is creaky as fudge. So I had noticed that I have been cussing in my shows and I meant to give up cussing for Lent. See, this is how bad I am about doing stuff is I forget even to give stuff up. You would think that if I forgot to, I would just forget to do it. And then, so yes, I was supposed to give up cursing. I did do a show of why I don't understand Lent, why you give stuff up, you can do it on Sundays. But I still think that that person was like, you know, 40 days sounded good. And whoever decided on Lent was, yeah, from Ash Wednesday to Easter Sunday, those 40 days will be considered Lent. And someone's like, there's 44, 45 days in there. And they're like, oh, so let's take the Sundays out. And you can do whatever you want then. It's free for all. Don't know why that is the voice that I decided to give this person that was in charge of Lint. 
seems like a prestigious position to have. And you would think that a stoner from the Valley in California probably would not have that position. Although I wasn't there, I don't know. I do not know. So I said this was going to be a tough show. Just to try to get through it. It is so cold here. It's icky here. It sucks going from air conditioning or windows open one day to everything batten down, electric blankets back on, heater back on. So I was like, you know what? I have to do a show. It's Friday. I'm going to get it out there. I mean, when people go to their cars at lunch to masturbate, what are they going to listen to? Yeah, uh uh-huh. So I wanted to get the show out. So if you are masturbating right now in your car while listening to the show, welcome to the show. And a lot of people are probably like, no one does that. Mm, I bet there's someone doing that. I'm just guessing. I don't know if I've ever talked about my my million-dollar idea that I have about when you're at work renting your car out for a space that people could masturbate. Like, if you're walking on the street and you're like, oh, God, I really just want to <laughs> tug one off real quick. But you can't because you're in public. There should be an app and you could look up and, oh, yeah. Ooh, that I've never been in an Audi. Let's do it in that. And you go find the black Audi. They give you a code. Boom, the door opens. I don't know what your masturbation habits are and what they sound like. That's just how mine sound. I'm not saying that I was masturbating right then, but I'm going to say that sound, it may have been an impersonation. I may have been doing it. I don't know. I'm not going to tell. That's why this is not a video podcast. So that would be a masturbatorium. It would be like an app. It'd be pretty, You could make money and people would pay more, you know. And it's not, I, you know, it doesn't fall into, you're just renting your car out for a short period of time. So it's not like, I would liken it to a hotel that does, rooms by the hour so it's not illegal um you know some people may have i want super tinted windows so no one can see they just wanted to do it there and then they just needed to get that that devil seed out of their system some people may want no tinted windows. You know, they may want they may want to catch a, a, a passerby and just lock eyes with them while they're or while it's the money shot right there. And who doesn't want to be that passerby? Just be like, God, that guy's having a good day. That person, and I'm sorry, I said guy. It could be a girl flicking the bean. I don't know. Either one. It's a masturbatorium. It does not prejudice who masturbates in there you don't get to say i my company will not allow that you will not be able to say who can and cannot masturbate in your car it's either a masturbating uh vehicle or it's not i wonder if we could 
motorcycles. That would probably, it's definitely drawing more attention. So we probably cannot include motorcycles. Unless they're like those three-seaters that two people can sit in the front or something. I don't know. A rickshaw would be cool. If someone would sign up for it that owns a rickshaw. I mean, you would as a guy, you wouldn't even have to do anything. Because as that person's running or... Or whatever, you just sit there with your hand, it, it, your junk in your hand, and while they're running, you don't even have to move your hand. Your hand is moving because of the person that's running, carrying the rickshaw. I'm glad that I'm actually, sometimes I forget about my ideas, so I'm glad that this is going to be out there on the internet. So I can always go back to this tree and pluck these these ripe fruits that I have. I mean, I'm kind of concerned that I've said this out loud now, that someone's going to swoop in and steal my masturbatorium. Yeah. 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 I hope that doesn't happen. So, yeah. Anyway, if you want to sign up for that app, look for it in third quarter of this year. We'll see if we have have that out. So anyway, I was trying to push through doing the show. I just, I wanted to sleep. I wanted to be in bed. I wanted to be doing other things. But I was going to dedicate this to my wife because she is so amazing And I know that she pushes through a lot. Like, I imagine me doing this show and the feelings that I'm having about doing are very much the same as my wife when we have sex. That she's wondering, does she really have to do this? Can she talk herself out of it? Once it started, how long is it going to last? And now now that I think about it, she's probably like, why couldn't he just masturbate? Which goes back to the masturbatorium. She probably would have said, why don't you go out to my car and take care of this? Or your car. I mean, that's another thing, too. So sometimes, going back to the masturbation, masturbatorium idea, that sometimes you may want like an SUV or a minivan or a full-size van so that you can stretch your legs out you know, stretch your legs, curl your toes, whatever you want to do. And sometimes you may want to just be like in a fetal position, just like, yeah, just go to dude. So, and so then a subcompact, a mini, a mini Cooper, something like that would work. So, yes. And then you, you would rate the people on how well they cleaned up. So if you were able to go to your car and not know that someone had masturbated in your car, then they would you would give them five stars. Let's say that you got in your car and everything looked good, but when you went to the the touch screen was a little sticky. There's some residue, let's say. The the gear shifter smelled a funny. 
then you may give them three stars. So they they tried to they did some basic cleanup work, but if you got poop on your gear shifter, they're not getting more than three stars. Depends how the rest look. If there's poop on your gear shifter, probably less than three stars, but no more. Definitely no more than three stars. And then if someone if you just come back to your car and you get the and you cannot see in the windows, it looks like glazed donuts just exploded all over the inside of your windows. You can't even see in your windows. I would probably give them zero stars. And then, you know, if someone gets a certain number of zero stars, they would be banned. And we would be able to tell if someone, because there's probably, if someone gets banned, it's because they're not cleaning. If they're not cleaning, we're going to have plenty of DNA to tie them into this. And then they would be prevented from participating. Yeah, I know. I'm a jerk. I get it. If you don't clean up after you masturbate, yeah, I, I don't have time for you in my life. I, if you're going to masturbate, and most of us do, then clean up afterwards. There's nothing like your wife coming out of the bathroom and saying, hey, next time. Whoa. Never once has she said, next time can I be involved. So anyway, back to my wife, my amazing wife, Bobby. And if you don't listen to our other podcast, my podcast, my other podcast, my podcast with her, the longest one night stand with Bobby and Roe, it's released every Monday. Although we did miss, we missed our first show since we started doing it this last weekend. Ugh, hated doing that. Anyway, we missed the show. It's great. I often just think that Bobby has to push through sex, though, sometimes it just let's... Let's get this. Let's let's get this over. Let's get it done. Let's get it working. Let's get it not working. Let's get it to stop working. That's what she's wanting. You know what I should do? I keep saying that. So almost before every show, to get psyched up for the show, I do some sort of dancing. I do have TikTok. I haven't done anything on TikTok. I should do a the dance segments, whatever song I'm dancing to pre-recording, that's what I should do. And today it happened to be the song Wifey by the group Next. So I may try to put that out there. If you don't follow me on TikTok, I don't blame you because I think there's one video out there of my dog, our dog taking her blanket out back to show me where she wanted to lay in the sun. That's what she does in the spring and summer. So anyway, this show's dedicated to my wife, the love of my life, who makes every day amazing. So, and I'm sorry that I'm a pain in the royal butt. Times two. Times a lot. So being a stoner has its own... There are certain qualities that many stoners share that people that love stoners just have to accept or maybe not even accept, just deal with. 
with genius, it's exponentially worse. That's why my wife is, well, one of the reasons why she's so amazing is that she understands me where a lot of people don't. And that is an amazing quality because not everyone can do that. If you are a genius and you're listening to this, you know why you don't have very many friends. It's because we do not want very many friends. And that's fine. We're okay with that. So, man, I love having her as my best friend, too. That's kind of cool. And I get to have sex with her. I know, I already talked about how she may not be as into it as I am. But that could change. I mean, we're 26 years into this, so we are just starting. That, I mean, she could just... One day she may just wake up and be a sexual animal. Who knows? Anywho, anyhow, anyway. I was trying to think about how I get through this show. Because I just, I was like, I don't really have a topic. Although I didn't talk about Wednesday, yesterday. Thursday, I didn't talk about Wednesday. So the Capitol building, maybe I talked about it a little. So I did find the hearing on YouTube, the Kansas House hearing that I was supposed to attend. Hold on, I have something for that. So I was supposed to attend the House meeting. I did not, had some things come up and did not make it. So Luck of the Irish just happened to be St. Patrick's Day. It lucked out. I ended up something else panned out, and so it offset my sadness. Uh, let's see. What else do I have to talk about? Oh, co-ghosted, which I still think is an amazing term. Thank you, universe. I'm saying, no, I should be. You're welcome. Because I introduced, I shouldn't be saying thank you. The universe should be thanking me for coming up with the word co-ghosted. My wife, who I already said is amazing, said, why don't you reach out to this person that you extended an invitation to be co-host? So I did, just said, happy St. Patrick's Day, heard back. And much like I assume, they were just super swamped with work. But much like I assumed with that, it just doesn't look like it would work. Because I want the consistency. I want to be able to deliver consistently to the audience that we are creating. The empire we are creating. And you're part of this. If you're listening, you're part of this. If you're a stoner, you're part of this. If you're a genius, you're part of this. If you're anything else, we're talking about you, so technically you're part of this as well. So thank you and welcome. But with the way their schedule was, and as busy as they were, we just didn't think it would work out. But they did offer to guest host or co-host quite often. So I imagine that 
will happen. It's just the logistics of the way that I have to operate having a regular weekly job. Many of the interviews I either do are in the evening, later in the evening, or on the weekend, which is not conducive to other people that have different schedules than I do. So I was not co-ghosted, really. They were just busy, which I understand. So anyway, there will be a Roro show with Stephen that comes out on Monday. It will be a goodbye show. Told my wife. I go, because it's a goodbye show, I can make it like three minutes long. I can explain what's happening. This is the end. Have some dramatic music or something. And that's one thing I also need to figure out. Whether, and I'm going to play it right now. So that's the music that we used for the intro to the Roro Show with Steven. And if you are familiar with the Rodecaster um, soundboard, which is what I use, that is like the generic song that's with it. That's how much effort I made with my original show. Is I just, Whatever the first button was, if it would have been crickets, then it probably would have been crickets would have been, if button one would have been crickets, that probably would have been the theme song. So I may take that theme song and now move it into the longest one I sang with Bobby and Row. Because we always, if you've ever listened to that show, which I hope you have, we just talk our way in because we've never come up. So whoever, whichever one of us is playing producer at that time, We'll just be having our conversation at some point. Record has been hit. And that's how we talk it in. And then we let the other one know. So that's fun. So I'm not sure I want to ruin that with music either. So that may just be something in the background that goes on. I don't know. Maybe I could use it with the bong rip here. Let's see. Eh, Maybe not. That seems like a little overkill. From nothing to all of that. Sensory overload, sensory overload. Oh my gosh. I think I sounded too much like Stephen Hawking there. And if you've listened to these shows, you know how much my wife wants to do Stephen Hawking. Yes, I know he's dead. Not sure that matters, actually. Not sure the state of his being matters. I'm just kidding. I did I did always joke with my wife. Beep, boop, beep, beep, boop, beep, boop, beep. When I do the robot, she thinks it sounds like Stephen Hawking. And then I bought a wheelchair for Steph Sexton. I'm going to make it authentic. I can't just do the voice. Hello. Oh, no. I hope I haven't lost any, like, diehard Stephen Hawking fans. I assume they would be British for some reason. Oh, I'd never listen to that show again. I won't. And I know that probably was not a British accent. I'm not even sure that was an accent. I That could have just been like one of those voice distorter things that I did myself that doesn't really make an accent. It just doesn't make your voice sound like your voice. So I apologize if that wasn't accent. And I don't apologize if you were offended for that. I apologize that if that's your accent, if that's your voice, I apologize to you for that being your voice.
I'm just kidding. <laughs> so I always, I often say, why, why just say something when you can lean into it? So that's what I was doing there. I was trying to lean into making that offensive when it shouldn't have been. Oh, I should have been offensive, but my, I'll make it sounds like a damn bit. I don't. Even, I thought maybe I was having a stroke while I was saying that too. I don't know what the fuck that was. Oh shoot! I thought I was actually going to be able to do an explicit free one. Dang it! So here's the thing: I think is interesting. When I get to heaven, I mean, I think I, if I understand it right, you. From most things that I hear, you go to the pearly gates and then you're told whether you're let in or not. Not like it's a straight, like, you get on this train, you get on, you go to the warm place, you go to the puffy, cloudy place. I always assume that I would just go to the pearly gates. So this, and I have played this out a lot. So this is the, this will just be the wife episode. So I have often said, and this does not sound good because... I'm just saying that if Bobby and I were to pass away at the same time, no matter how that would be, that would be in my best interest when we got to heaven because I would just be like, I'm with her. And they would probably be like, well, she's so amazing. If he's with her, we'll let her in and I'll get in. And then I'll be like, oh, fudge, we made a mistake. He shouldn't have been here. And then it's too late. So I think my best chance to get in is to be there with my wife. And if she goes before me, there's no fucking way. There's no heckin' way she's coming back to the pearly gates and waiting for me to get there. She does enough waiting in this lifetime for me that no way she's going to be waiting in the next lifetime. Nope. She'll be in on the... I was going to say on the amusements ride. She's not really an amusements ride kind of person. But whatever cool country concert they would be having... In heaven, that's where it should be. Country Jamboree. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be, I could see her headline. Her headline would be like Luke Combs, uh, and then Faith and Tim, and then Faith by herself, and Tim by herself, and then at the end, Tim brings Bobby up on stage and serenades her. Because then that way she knows 100% sure she is in heaven. And then I'll be at the gate saying, seriously, my wife is already in there. She's probably at the Tim McGraw concert. Now, I know I've made a lot of assumptions here. I know that I have assumed that Tim and Faith and Luke Combs will precede her. That was just an assumption for this story. Not a real story. It was it was totally made. I actually made... Hard as it may be to believe, but this is where my genius level IQ comes into play. I made that story up on the spot. Like the Stephen Hawking, when I talk about Stephen Hawking and Bobby and that whole whatever's going on but between the two of them, there's been a lot of thought. That is premeditated. This whole thing that I just talked about with heaven and my wife and me, on the spot. If that doesn't show you how bleeping genius I am, I don't know what will. 
I don't know what will. Oh, I should talk about that too, that company. I'm just going to write that down. That company, IQ. Company, IQ. So my best bet to get into heaven is get there the same exact time my wife does so that I can just say I'm with her. They don't check really and just that's good. It would be like showing up to a really fine club with someone they just, you know, you're in. And they, oh, he's with me. They would let me in. Like if there, if we went to a club and there's a velvet rope, they would see Bobby. They would motion for her to come and then put their hand up and tell me to stop. And if she said, he's with me, I think they would let me in. This is a, So a club with a velvet rope is much how I imagine heaven. That's what it's going to be like. So Archangel is going to be there. He's the bouncer. They're the bouncer. And you don't, you don't fuck with an angel. Ugh, mother, ugh. you don't fudge with an angel. I mean, I would because I'm an idiot, a genius idiot. That should have been the name of the show. The genius idiot, the stone genius idiot, the stoned idiot genius, the stoned idiot genius. T sig, whatever. So now, now I'm just going off me. But I think for me to give it, get it, I'm gonna have to be with her. And if I get there early, there's probably no help. So, best case scenario, we arrive together, and she goes, "He's with me." They let me in. They don't really check me out. Next best case for me is that Bobby gets there soon, goes into the concert, but like leaves my credentials at the front gate so I can still get in. That would be nice. That would be the second that that would be the second way. And then the th- the third way is that I go first and they have some sort of waiting room. Like I can say like maybe Bobby gives me something that I present like a card. Like in Monopoly, it's a get out of jail free card, but in this, it'd be like to the waiting room. So I would be able to go in to a waiting room and wait until she arrives, which I would be fine with doing. But I I have a feeling. Well, here's the problem that in any of those case scenarios that I just conveyed, one, she arrives at the same time as me and I get in. Two, she arrives before me, puts in the good word, and I'm able to get in. Three, she has given me something in advance that when I arrive, I... Offer that to the archangel. Honestly, it's probably not an archangel. It's We want to think that it is because it's the gates of heaven. But if you think about it, the CEO of Walmart is not greeting you at Walmart. It's a greeter. 
So I'm not sure why that would be different. See, this is why as a, as a genius that I end up talking through this shit, and then I come up with more confusing stuff in my mind. Because now it probably isn't an archangel. So I'm going to spend the rest of the day thinking about that. I'm gonna, instead of some magnificent being with these just glowing wings and a voice, a voice that booms, or not, I don't know what they sound like. But now all of a sudden, I ex- my dad's there in his scooter, leaning way over to the right. You're unsure whether he's dead or alive. Like when you go up, instead of thinking that that's the person that's going to ch- let you into heaven, you think that's where the line starts. You're like, oh, sir, are you already in line? Sir, are you still alive? Lou, sir, sir. I did notice that with all of those scenarios that I have offered, Bobby is, I'm not getting into heaven. You notice that not once did I say I was getting into heaven by myself, that it was Bobby. And I think that's what happened. That's the story. I I should change my story. And who the fuck's... Who the fudge is going to say anything different? What I'm going so what happened was Bobby, one night stand, came home with me the first night, took her back. When I got back to my place, I told my roommate, who also worked with her and was a very good friend, Kristen. I told Kristen I met the girl I was going to marry. That's the story. I'm going to change that. Well, I'm going to. Add to it, embellish that story and say that an angel came to me and told me that's who I was supposed to marry. Otherwise, I wasn't going to get into heaven. And that's why I just didn't want to say that whole part. So I just said, that's who I'm going to marry. I know. That's, That's pretty amazing. You're welcome to see. I wonder if people that are not geniuses or stone that are listening to this show, peons, if you will, whether they can just understand what just happened. Whether I was talking through that, and I went from going to my lifelong belief that there was an archangel waiting to greet me at the pearly gates of heaven, to now there's my dad in his scooter saying, Something that is unintelligible because he sounds like he talks with a mouthful of rocks sometimes now. I said rocks. I know that I have some family members that are thinking I said something else, but I said rocks. Yeah, my dad has changed a lot since his his stroke many years ago. A few years ago, and this is just a side note, because I'm thinking about my dad, because he will not be around much longer. He is 90 and well past his expiration date. But I would always kiss him on the cheek when I'd see him. When we'd go to dinner, we'd eat dinner with him two or three times a week at their retirement place, their big cafeteria. But not cafeteria, their big dining hall. And so they would, it was like a herd of cattle. You know, they would start showing up at about 4.15 to get in line for dinner. 
And so my dad would always go down super early and be sitting there in his uh, scooter. And then we'd come down and generally I would, I'd give him a hug. I, Cause I'd generally walk up from behind. I'd give him a hug and I'd be like, Hey dad, I'd kiss him on the cheek. So a few years back, evidently the TV station that he watches, and there's now three of those stations, but there was only one really at the time that this happened. They must have said something about being gay. Because my dad told me he didn't want me to kiss him on the cheek anymore. And this is what he said. So he... I know he meant fist bump, but he's also he was in his mid eighties by this point, eighty six, eighty seven, somewhere in that neighborhood. So he, he 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 stuck up his fist. He instead of fist bump, he goes, "But I don't want you to kiss me on the cheek. People will think we're gay. I want you to fist me." And I'm like, so I immediately said two things. I go, "Well, first of all, I was if I was gay, you would not be my type, and I don't think you want to use the word fisting." I turned around and walked away and I was so mad. And even to this day when I'm saying goodbye, he would rather fist bump me than even if it's in his apartment, their apartment with no witnesses outside of family members, he would rather fist bump because he doesn't want people to think he's gay at 90. Yeah. So that who is now, I'm imagining, a low-level person. Or your local Walmart greeter. But that's what I see now. I used to think it was going to be the Archangel. So I've kind of, now I feel like that would be anticlimactic too. But if you think about it, if you go to the amusement park, Walt Disney is not on Space Mountain letting you in, making sure that you're the correct height. It's always someone else. And see, I would be the one that would argue there. They'd be like, you know, when their kids, like, people are arguing, you know, I am tall enough to be on this ride or whatever. That's That would be me at the pearly gates. I am good enough to be in this place. And they would be like, hmm, are you? Have you never met yourself? So I'm going to pearly gates with my beautiful bride, and hopefully get in. Or not. Either way. Man, this went on a... Well, I made it to 40 minutes. So if you made it to 40 minutes with me, congratulations. I would like to... I'm going to do a poll sometime. How many of you start the episode and then you're just too lazy to stop it and you just let it go? And you're like... You know, hopefully whatever episode is on after this, whatever podcast it loops into next is better than the one I just listened to. Because I don't think you learned anything. You learned that I spoke to my co-ghost. You, I located them. They located me. We talked. My wife is amazing. The only way I'm getting into heaven is with my wife. My dad doesn't want to be seen as gay. And we're not going to have an archangel at the uh, pearly gates when we get there. That's five things. That is five things in 40 minutes. That's like learning one thing every eight minutes. 
Just think if you did that in your life every day. You would be a genius. <laughs> I did that correctly. Whoa. See, I even had that thought. I premeditated the statement. I was making the statement and doing the rim shot at the same time. Now, I will say that's something a producer would have been able to do. They would not have known. There is no way getting to that statement as quickly as I did and get into the rim shot, I had to be the I had to be control of that to make that come off without a hitch. And I would like to get to heaven and get some credit for that. I would like to be at the pearly gates and be like, we're not going to let you in. But do you remember that one episode where you did the rim shot correctly? And I'll be like, yeah. They'd be like, that was amazing. I'd be like, thank you. They'll be like, no, thank you. Have fun in eternity in hell. <laughs> and the door opens and I fall. I don't know why that's what it'd be either. Why you would fall. I do imagine it'd be more like one of my favorite movies ever, early 90s movie called Defending Your Life. If you haven't watched it, watch it. Watch It, it is funny. Meryl Streep. Um, can't think of the guy's name now. Rip Torn's in it. And... Drawing a blank. God, I love getting old. I'm still going to say this is COVID brain. Or that it's been three years now that I've been fisting my dad. Maybe that's had something to do with my recall. That's not easy. Fisting an old man. So, this weekend, I don't really have anything going on, I don't think, which is great. No big interviews coming up. I can't wait to do my show with my wife again. Our show together. I can't believe we missed a show. And that was on me. I'm such a dumb-dumb. Anywho, anyhow, anyway. Thank you for making it to 43 Minutes on The Stone Genius. My name's Ro. Remember to follow. Remember to share. If you have made it to 43 minutes of this episode, and if you are not already following the show, what is wrong with you? You're neither, well, you're probably stoned. You're not a genius if that's it. And secondly, share. Share the heck out of this show. And I'm sorry. I think I had three curse words in today's show. I'm really, and I know yesterday I did something. See, yesterday I didn't even think about it. which is unfortunate. I do have some interviews coming up next week I'm excited about. A friend of mine, attorney John Humphrey, is going to be on. I'm going to see what my wife can do to my body after I'm dead, legally. Or at least where she wouldn't be facing any prison time for doing it to my body. So we'll be finding out important questions like that. I'll be speaking to... My academic advisor from the University of Alaska Fairbanks, who's head of the business department, I believe, there. We're going to talk to Mark Young. That'll be amazing. And I don't know. Maybe we'll have a guest on. Maybe we won't. The, I need to have the guys from Cran Organics back on. See how their big week went. We need to talk about... Oh, I started talking about Wednesday. It went well. I'm going to watch yesterday's hearing today which were the opponents. The only thing I didn't like in that, I know this is at the end, I'm throwing this on there, I should talk about this another time, is that some of the people that seemed to be proponents about it were proponents butts. 
So I really like this bill, but we should do this. No, you're either for it or against it. We're talking about the way the bill is written, you fuck. See, if I wouldn't have talked about that, I wouldn't have cussed a fourth time. Darn it. Sorry, Bobby. Well, the good thing is Bobby probably has not made it to 45 minutes of this show. I don't remember where the first cuss word came in. She, If it was past the 10-minute mark, she may not have made it even to that point. I'm not trying to sell her short. I know that she is busy and does not have time for a podcast. And the only reason I, I believe this is I asked her once, do you listen to my show? And she goes, I do not have time for podcast." So I was like, okay, cool, 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 cool. So to everyone out there, I hope you have an amazing weekend. This is the Stone Genius, and I'm going to go do something. Bye.